Welcome to Happiness Simplified Podcast with Dr. Kayvon Kay and Di Manuel, talking about everything that makes life awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode of Happiness Simplified. My name is Di Manuel, and this is Kayvon Kay. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Just in case you missed the first two, he always gets the third one in there. (laughs) (laughs) Do I always do that? I don't know. No, I think we both do it. (laughs) It's it's one of those cool words, though. Hello. Hello. You know, it's fun to say. Hello. You know where it's coming from? (laughs) What? Hello? Why do we say hello? Hello. Hello. I don't know. Why? Uh, It has to do with telephone. What? Yeah. Um, Edison? They're uh, not Edison. <laughs> Bell. <laughs> what kind oh, of yeah, Canadian are you? <laughs> Thomas Edison. Light bulb. Light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> different, different invention. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. So uh, uh, they were looking for a word to say when you pick up the receiver phone, mm. right? Yeah. So the the first suggestion was something from uh, nautical industry to say ahoy. Oh, nice. <laughs> pick up the phone and say ahoy and. Uh, uh, it became hello, which was hello in English language. Before mean, uh, before having the meaning of hi was the uh, sound that you make when you are surprised. Okay, something pops up, you go, oh, hello. You know, that was a sound to show your surprise. And phone being silent and suddenly rings, that's, you know, jolts you out of your um, situation and hello. You know, you pick up the phone and that's the sound that you make. And you know, people still do it, you know. Even I hear people over the phone message, voice message, they say, oh, hi. Uh, what is the, oh, hi, you just called me. You're surprised that you called me. So, hello was just a sound of surprise and it became also a sound that meant hi through that whole transition of what's, what's the first word you're going to say when you pick up the phone, when it rings. So, hello, hey. hello, hello. Who is this? <laughs> sure does sound nice. You know what's my favorite word when phone rings? What? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Leave me alone. So, do people actually call each other anymore? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, I just text me. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook me. Like, it's amazing, huh? Yes. It's and speaking of phone and voicemails, I am so tempted to do this. I think somebody actually did this. So, you know, you, you can have your greeting for your mm. voice message. Yes. One could be the standard, like, you have reached Devon. Yeah. You know, you end up being yeah. more uh, more uh, robotic than the robot. Yes. But um, the other one is that you can actually have a sentence. Hi, you have reached Kevon, you have reached I, please leave me a message, I will get back to you. And all of you have a few sentences, a few seconds, like 30 seconds or so to say that greeting message. And uh, I'm so, so tempted to do this. So this would be what I would record. Hi. Hello? Hello? Can't hear you. Speak louder. Hello? Hi? Now imagine the other side. The person goes, I say, hello? I say, hey, hi, Kayvon. How are you doing? Hello? Hi, Kayvon. This is James. I can't hear you. Say hello. So he's saying all of that. They're yelling themselves to, you know, uh, up to the, uh, to the voice message. And this is, ah, I'm just kidding. Just leave a message. Beep. I, I think the messages that you get will be awesome. <laughs> Just yes. Awesome. Awesome. I think you have to try that and fill us in next time. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm tempted to just uh, remove the voice message from my phone. Yeah? If you need me, text me, message me. 
that's just another way of reaching me, that which is not as easy as other methods. Mm. So it's kind of an obstacle because I see this notification here that I have a voice message. Now that I have to call into the line again and hear it again and then try to call them back. And there are so many steps that they are unnecessary. If you don't have a voice message, they either call back and you engage in a live conversation or they send you a text message. And yeah. then you, again, you reply quicker. And so many of the, I guess, obstacles are removed. The thing is smoother. So. Yeah, because when people are trying to call you, they want to talk to you. Yeah. You know, it's like they want to talk to you now. Mm-hmm. So shoot me a text, send me Facebook, like whatever. Tweet me. Like, yeah, tweet me. Yeah, tweet. <laughs> Snap me. Whatever, Get my attention man. somehow. Just, there are so ways yeah, to, to yeah. so many different. So voicemail, I guess it used to be a, the best option, but these days I don't think anymore. And we're just talking about the options right now. Options are getting easier, even easier and easier. Have you um, tried, uh, what's that one? Um, the one that locked, uh, acted like a walkie-talkie app? Oh, Voxer. Voxer, yeah. and there is an, even a uh, another one that is what's more that? Like called uh, Roger. Oh, okay. So that's what you do. You just send each other voice mm-hmm. messages. It's like having a a synchronous phone call. Right. You don't. Ha- you are having a kind of like a text message back message back and forth, which is semi live. Yeah. And you, it's quick. You know, you respond to it. You don't have to actually be on the line to respond. You can take a second here or there. Roger, just do the same thing. You just speak here and speak there. And yeah, I don't know. You're like doing WhatsApp. something? WhatsApp's yeah. a little like that too, right? WhatsApp? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have WhatsApp anymore, but yeah. yeah. So uh, there will be more and more more options. Yeah. And uh, they're all going to be connected. So I tried voice calling the other day with Facebook. It worked fine. Yeah. yeah it was great. Yeah. I was, uh, I was pretty impressed. But sometimes uh, stuff around me starts ringing and beeping. Yeah. And somebody's trying to reach me in a new way that I didn't know existed, you know. I didn't know they can make Facebook phone calls, you know, a few months ago. And my computer started ringing. Or actually my phone. And I'm looking at, what is this? I don't know this ringtone. And that was a new feature that I didn't know about. So right now people can reach me in different ways that I don't even know. It's awesome. So, yeah. Voicemail is kind of getting out of the picture for me. I think this actually segues Mm -hmm. into something. Because... (laughs) If you think about it, if you're trying to coach people into different ways of doing things, yes, right, in particular you as a coach and mentor and, and someone that works with people on account of, holds them accountable to changes that yes. they've expressed that they want to make. Mm-hmm. So let's just take that that step. Uh-huh. You know, we, we talked about this before about how effective tough love can be at times uh-huh. to influence yes. change, yes, permanent change. You know, well at least we hope permanent change mm-hmm. if that's truly what people are after you know so how's that work for you in certain uh-huh. situations especially like when coaching some of your your clients or or let's let's just go right to the jugular on this yeah. one we've got daughters man oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know tough love every once in a while you know yeah. you got to be the stern heavy-footed dudes that we are right yes yeah. and uh even though it may look like that you know uh, but i think to me, it's actually the ultimate form of kindness mm. because it's based on telling the truth. You know, toughness is not right just because of being tough, mm. you know, but sometimes toughness is required mm. dealing with reality the way it is, mm. you know. That's why I guess it's called tough love. You know, tough love is another word for telling the truth. Right. To me. Yes. And right. uh, yeah, tough love always gets results. You just mentioned our daughters, right? So my daughter... I noticed that she is more gifted and more sensitive to, let's say, social dynamics and how people are uh, behaving 
and interacting with each other and how um, or they or they are feeling. You know, uh, she has caught me many times just um, being in my own thoughts um, because I guess something didn't go well and I'm having uh, you know a tough time with something and I'm lost in my own thoughts and it shows in my face too. And she notices that and she basically asks me, Dad, are you okay? Is everything okay? So what's my response? I have a bunch of choices. Let's simplify it. I have two choices. Tell her the truth or not. I can say, yeah, honey, yeah, I'm okay. Everything is okay. Try to, uh, I guess, maybe hide behind that. Try to protect myself. Try to protect her, trying to shield her from all of that. Or say, no, honey, I'm not okay. I feel bad because of so-and-so. Let's say I was trying to do something and it didn't happen. Uh, one of the latest examples was I wanted to, uh, I wanted something to happen and I procrastinated on it and I postponed it. Then the opportunity was lost and I was pissed off at myself. Hmm. You know, um, that thing was mine to lose and I did lose it. And, you know, I'm having, I was having a tough conversation in my head, you know, with myself and I wasn't happy with Mm-hmm. how I behaved and I was looking into that and I'm so glad she asked me because I first of all I got to to say it out loud and verbalize it and get it out of me and she just listened to all of that and yeah mm-hmm. my dad is not okay for these reasons which eventually when you go that route you end up but you know what this is a lesson for me not to make this you know to prevent this from happening ever again and that just made me stronger made her stronger and that's a little bit of a tough love as opposed to trying to pretend I'm okay or trying to shield her from from that uh, got me a bigger result. So the same thing with my clients. <laughs> Actually, uh, a friend of mine had a name for it. He called my approach uh, Velvet Boxing Gloves. He said, you know, you sometimes you say stuff and it's the truth and it hurts like hell. It's like, you know, getting a jab or a punch with the with the boxing glove but they are velvet <laughs> it means it hurts like hell but i still like you <laughs> you know there is something between us that's still working because and i think it they they realize that their antennas they they, they pick up on that this is coming from a place of love from a p- place mm. of caring right right so um, yeah it hurts sometimes but what we get out of it is always bigger and better so I'm a big believer that tough love gets results. Do you have any experience or example of that in your life? And I'm sure you do a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we've talked about Christy, mm-hmm. my wife. And um, for those that are not familiar with, with who Christy is, she is my beautiful wife who I've been dating for a long time. <laughs> and she's a tinge of ginge. So she's a fairly fiery redhead, and um, she is definitely someone that uh, is not afraid to to give tough love. But she's also the kindest, most loving, and considerate person I've ever known. And mm-hmm. so, I second that. So yeah, it's um, why I'm bringing her into this conversation is especially when we coach and mentor people, uh, especially when it comes to lifestyle changes. And, 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 you know, my big belief is health first. You mm-hmm. know, if you can get your health right, you can pretty much empower yourself to do anything else in life. Yep. Because once health is in control, <laughs> or sorry, you have health in, health in check, it frees up a lot of 
faculties to, to, to focus on the careers, focus on family, focus on the relationships and, and whatnot. Anyways, I'm not a big believer in excuses. You know, uh, I, I do think that they're just bad habits in disguise a yes. lot of the time. And I try to work with people to see that same perspective. And I will share tough love every once in a while because mm-hmm. I will point it. But I, because they've come to me and they've asked for help. Yes. They, they want someone to grab their hand that they've extended. You know? yes. It's yeah. like the life preserver idea, right? Yeah. Throw me something, please. Get yeah. me out of this water. <laughs> yeah. And then you tow them in. And then it's like, you know what? I want to go back in. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I just saved you. Yeah. You're not going back yeah. in. And Enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you learned? Come on. Yeah. And yes, and just that, right? And I will often, as I've, you know, Chris, I always joke. I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll knock them on the mat and you pick them back up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tough love in those situations where I know how deeply people are hurting. You know, mm-hmm. they, 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 they're very open. When they come to me, by that point, they, yes. they, they've already been thinking about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've wanted to see some changes. Correct. They just haven't known where to start. And so they reach out for someone to guide them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it makes them feel very uncomfortable. And we were just talking about this, yes. right? About comfort zones. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, heck, when you came to me, you were going through something very similar yeah. to that from a from your fitness and your health standpoint. And That's exactly how we met. Yeah. 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 Well, let me tell you uh, the sto- that story from my uh, point of view. So yeah. at the time that I started to pay attention to my physical health, I just felt good about the work that I have been doing before that for a few years for what I call my um, mental health. You know, what's going on in my mind, what's going on in my head and my, my emotional health and all of that. Because I was uh, recovering and trying to um, heal myself through um, a bunch of um, tough experiences um, that they were one after another just before that. And the latest one, one of the biggest blows was was the, the divorce, which regardless of the outcome, you always have this big part of it that you think that was a big failure. Mm. Even though um, between myself and my ex-wife, and I have to give her a lot of credit on this, we had the calmest, kindest, and most civilized divorce around ever, <laughs> okay? And we all came out of it with, uh, you know, just the amount of hurt that is part of it and not anything extra, you know, not the unnecessary part. Right. But it still hurts like hell. Even without any of the hurt, it's a big change. So it takes a lot from you emotionally and mentally. So I needed time to to help myself and heal myself and recover from that. So... I am the kind of person who focuses on one thing at a time. Hmm. So that meant that my physical health and weight and all of that was on hold. So when I was done with that, it was time to take care of my physical health. So I started to to run again and do a few workouts and here and there. And I quickly realized, hey, this seems to be too, too much to just take care of it by myself. And uh, let's get help. Let's ask for help. And I was already connected with Dai on social media. And I don't even know how is it that we became friends on Facebook. Yeah. I have no idea what <laughs> happened and how, when that happened. But I always loved his, uh, his posts. I'm sure many of you, you know what I'm talking about. And to me, the biggest factor was I like this guy because he practices what he preaches. And that's big in my book. So um, I reached out and... Uh, I asked him, hey, Dai, do you do uh, any personal training, personal coaching? 
and uh, I did not expect the, the answer that I got, which was, well, we do this thing for two years now called Sunday Fun Day. It's for people to just show up and exercise and help each other free of charge. This is my way of giving back. And I loved it. <laughs> and November 2012 was the first time that I ever did my first CrossFit workout. And there were so many things about it. After a few sessions, I realized, ha, ah, I love this. This is what I want to do. It has so many things that I, that I, that I, that I liked. And we have never looked back. No. And look at you now. Man, you just <laughs> had another competition. <laughs> you were just in another competition. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you did a weightlifting competition. And, and a weightlifting competition, you know. And you just signed up for two more. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I, I, I love it, though. But it, it, it all started with a choice and then reaching out for help, you know. And, yeah. and with you, it was different. I didn't really have any tough love because you had already come and you had already made a decision. Mm -hmm. And after you tried it once, you realized, huh, I can do this. Yes. And you continue to do it. And this still comes yeah. from tough love, but in this case, yeah. I gave it to myself. Right. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And, and that's probably actually the hardest yeah. tough love to give is to yourself and to really acknowledge, hey, man, I need to do this. Yes. You know? Well, how, how about we share a, an exercise, yes. a tool with mm -hmm. our listeners so they can do that to themselves? Ooh, how about it. that? Do it. Okay, it's, this is going to take maybe five minutes. And it's, this is one of those things, if you do it every night, you know, at the end of your day, and this is the kind of thing you want to do at the end of the day. It gives you a lot of value, but come on, even if you don't do it every night, every other night, once a week, I don't care how many times, the more you do it, the bigger results you're going to get out of it. So here's the thing. On a small piece of paper, just write down three things that they went right today. Then answer this question. How did I contribute to that result? And then write three things that they went wrong today and answer the same question. How did I contribute to that result? You know what? Do it in reverse. Do the wrong one first, then end on a positive note. <laughs> Do the, the things that they went right today. So maybe it, even if three sounds too many, just do one. One thing that went right today, one thing that the, uh, went wrong today. And how did I contribute to that? And uh, taking uh, your uh, role and responsibility on all the things that are happening in your life, wrong results, right results, and what's, what's your role in all of that. Um, I'm sure there are many other things that they come up after that, and they're all bonus. Uh, but just, just this small part. Um, and that gives you uh, a bit of a self-tough love in this whole process, and I'm sure um, you're gonna get a lot out of it. What do you think, Di? I love this idea because it actually brings me back to when I first got into my previous business. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, for 18 years, I literally, a good chunk of it, I, I worked for an individual and then we became partners and founded another company. And, and uh, but in my early days, I, I've always been someone that's been self-critical. Yes. You know, <laughs> almost to a fault because, mm -hmm. you, you know, after going through some of the things I've been through, it was it was that self-tough love, right? Mm -hmm. that, that idea that I, I can do better. Yes. And I always strive to do better. And I used to always internalize things versus externalize. Mm -hmm. So I would look at what could I have done differently yes. to have elicited a different response mm -hmm. in, say, that individual based on the way I interacted with them. Or... Yes. 
could I have handled that situation differently? And being in sales, you know, I, I started in sales before I eventually moved into more of the operations and, and ownership yeah. capacity. And But working on the sales floor, I, I realized, you know, couldn't I have dealt with that situation with that customer a little bit differently? So mm-hmm. it would have gone a different direction. And I used to always start my conversations like that, especially with my managers at the time. Yes. One of which was the owner. And uh, right at the gate, he, he told me, you know, I've got so much more respect for you because you're the only person that ever says, what could I have done differently yes. in that situation versus, you know, the customer was a waste of time. They yeah. weren't looking for anything. You, you know, it was really easy to dismiss and point the finger and blame other reasons why mm-hmm. things went the way they did versus looking internally. Yes. And so I, I love this exercise you just shared because it's it's very very on point. And if people can start to look inside for where the good, why was yeah. this situation I was in today so amazing? How did I affect that? Yes. But also on the other end, yeah. if there's something that you know brings you a little bit of sadness or you feel that wasn't quite up to par for yourself, mm-hmm. what could you have done differently? Yeah. You know? So I think that's awesome. That's a Perfect. really cool exercise. Yeah. The, um, I remember the first time I heard about this and mm-hmm. every, every time I have done it, I got so much out of it. Yeah. So one thing, one thing, two, three, <laughs> and the reasons that you contributed, you know, the more you do this, you are you. You're the one who's gonna get most out of it. Do you it. know who Pete Rose is? No. Yeah, okay. Pete Rose is a, a famous baseball player. Uh-huh. Know, he long ago retired, right. and now he's he's been marred. His, his reputation was a bit marred because he he used to gamble a little bit uh-huh. <laughs> while, he was, a little bit while he was still a GM. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and if especially if you bet against your own team, you know that's oh. typically in that kind of a role. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Not recommended. Um, but it was said that when he was a player, you could never strike Pete Rose out twice with the same pitch. Uh-huh. Because every time he was at bat, he would keep a notebook. And he'd be up a bat against a certain pitcher on a certain team. But he kept notes. He did not every let time. those lessons go away. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. So whenever it would come back and he'd be playing against that team again and that same pitcher was on... You couldn't use the same play because <laughs> awesome. he knew what was coming. I love that, and uh, so it's a it's a really neat story, right? Like yes. he, he just, and unfortunately, it also worked in his favor for his gambling. <laughs> However, yes. um, as a player, that's what they used to say was that yeah. uh, you can never strike him out the same way. Twice. It's a great tool. Yeah. yeah, you can use it, you know, in so many different circumstances. Yeah. But it's it's a fantastic tool. I love that. I love that story. And actually, you know, the the happiness simplified. This this whole theme. Since we're always talking about happiness, I was re- recently reading some stuff by Sean Acker. Acker, I think it's Acker pronounced. Um, he's got a great TED talk on happiness. Uh huh. He's a he's a professor. I don't know if it's Harvard. I think that might be Daniel Gilbert that's at Harvard. But either way, okay. he's a, a researcher in the field of, of happiness and mm-hmm. psychology and whatnot. And uh, he wrote a book called The Happiness Project. Mm-hmm. And he talks about it at the end of the day, every day, write down three things that you were happy for that day. Yes. But three things like you're grateful but really happy, you know, brings you joy. Yes. But it can't be the same thing. It can't be all oh, family, friends, career. You know, like not general terms, but try yes. to challenge yourself. Three things every day that... Yes, it made you happy. And if people struggle with time, oh, I don't have the time to add this extra thing to my day. Well, I hope that you brush your teeth at night. Mm-hmm. And if you brush your teeth at night, just do it in your head while you're brushing your teeth. Okay, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're doing it anyways. Yeah. You know, so so that cascading effect is really no excuse. But but it's found that you know you start to acknowledge yes, those yes. things that that bring you happiness mm-hmm. and, and be more mindful of them. Set a reminder. You know, I mm-hmm. have a reminder for any habit that I want to get into, but one habit at a time. So. Every night at 10 p.m., my phone rings and reminds me to floss my 
teeth <laughs> because that's the habit that I want to make it really permanent. Yeah. I have been on and off on that. So same thing, 10 p.m., 9 p.m., the phone rings every night, you know, just a few beeps, and you realize, oh, you got to do this. Actually, I heard um, this lady, I don't know if it was the podcast or somebody was telling me, it doesn't matter. So she wanted to really get into this habit of um, the listing the good things that happened in that day. And uh, she thought it would be great to do it with somebody else. So like a buddy system. So she and her mom would text each other every night of the things that they went right. In in her case, she chose her mom. Could be a friend or, or somebody else, right? So um, if you feel like it, just do that. And help somebody else and, you know, help yourself. And this way... It exponentially gets better. Just take someone, this one went right today, this went right today, this went right today, and answer those questions or, or just one thing. But that little action that takes just a minute or two can, can pay back a lot into, into our days. Just after a week, look how you feel in the morning when you wake up, how much more you look forward to the day. <laughs> uh, Saturday Night Live, I don't know if you ever used to watch Saturday Night yes, Live. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, there used to be a character, Stuart Smalley. And, uh, I don't know that I think one. it was Stuart Smalley. And, and Stuart Smalley, would, he was all big on daily affirmations. Uh-huh. And so he would look in the mirror and he'd be like, <laughs> um, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. You know, so <laughs> you'd have these affirmations. Said it, it was this really funny skit, right? Yeah. And supposedly he's actually now a governor in some U.S. state. But uh, There you go. <laughs> I so I think there it might be something to the affirmations. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, if you look that up on YouTube, you'll, you'll get a good laugh from it. Because yes. affirmations still, they do work. Um, but I think a lot of us just, we feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny, right? Like we just, we do. We feel uncomfortable uh, acknowledging ourselves. Because yeah. I think we're also taught. Mm-hmm. from a very early age that to be humble you know and to, yeah. to just don't get me started well that. you know yeah that's oh, a different okay, that's another podcast we won't <laughs> talk about that but it, i think it's along the same vein yes, you know, yes on the opposite end, and why not a lot of us do it as much yeah. but you know what man you get at something toot your horn a little bit yeah be proud don't be cocky but be proud be proud yeah you know and, and you should daily affirmations be proud of those special traits that you have so right now all of you listeners, I know at least one thing you did right. You listened to this podcast. <laughs> Good for you. Woo! We love you. <laughs> cool. And uh, so, yeah, uh, one thing went, a uh, few things that they went wrong, right or wrong, and how you contributed to those results. And take it from there. Heck, we give you permission to tweet us, mm-hmm. Facebook us, just send us a message. Tell us a few things that you're absolutely happy about. Just things that you're just, you know, what makes you you and that you're really proud of. Hell, share it with us. You know, we we welcome this because we like to acknowledge this in future episodes as well, guys. Yeah, it will make our day. It will. Wouldn't it? Totally. Oh, man. Help us. Make, make, you know, make it a good day for us. We are waiting for your messages. You know, that reminds me of a very powerful scene that I saw in one of my favorite movies, uh, Paid Forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. Yes. It's a great movie. So, great movie, great concept, Paying It Forward. Based on true story. Based on true... Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. So, one of the people that the little boy helps is that homeless guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he ends up helping someone who was just about to jump off the bridge and mm-hmm. kill herself. And uh, being, you know, they're homeless with, you know, that, you know, that kind of a... Uh, uh, clothes and all of that so uh, he was trying to help her not to jump 
And the sentence that finally got her to come down wasn't about, you know, uh, come on, don't kill yourself, you know, life matter. It wasn't that. He said, save my life. You know, you're done with your life. You just want to jump down. You want to kill yourself. Okay, that's done. How about not jumping and whatever is left of your life dedicated to help me, help others, save my life. And I think that was very powerful. Yeah, it's very profound. And she came down. And I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm reminded of that many, many times. So when we say tweet us, let us know, you're actually doing us a favor. You know, you know, making making our day a brighter day, a great day. So we love to hear from you. Fantastic! Yes. That was a good episode. I think high five! High five on that one. There you go. Boop. Bam. Okay. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> Until next time. Take it off. Uh, that. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Don't edit that out. It's all good. No. That's anyway, good. you guys take <laughs> a few burpees for me. Hey, you guys be well, and we'll uh, talk again soon. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happiness Simplified Podcast. Stay awesome.